Old friends are like old memories. They always remind you of your past. And we are reminding ourselves of the past episodes from this week of Good Company for the best of Good Company with me, Holly Taylor. Lots of ways for you to join us here on Good Company, whether it be through the radio, going to the AM dial, hitting 1250, or by using your smartphone or smart speaker. Yes, you can listen to us through technology. We've got the My Joy radio app for your smartphones. And then just ask your smart speaker, uh, insert name here, play Joy Radio on TuneIn. If none of that's working for you, you can always just hop online to your computer and go to joyradio.ca as we are streaming. Uh, in fact, all of our incredible programs also stream. Now, I want to talk a little less fun than scribbling. I'm going to talk about spring cleaning. My apologies. But I kind of really like spring cleaning. There is just something about knowing that spring is here. You get that nice breeze uh, and then just like a fresh house where you clean things that you don't normally clean. My husband's like, why is this so exciting for you? And for me, it's just like, look at this. Everything feels lighter. It feels brighter. And so I'm that person that has that checklist. Oh, did I do the baseboards? Oh, check. Windows. Yep, get that winter guck off those windows. Check. So I, I really do enjoy spring cleaning. And it's also a great distraction from getting my taxes in order. Which, by the way, guys, we've got a month. <laughs> got a month for that. Spring cleaning. Do you print out a list? Yes or no? Are you a fan of it? Yes or no? Or is it complicated? I can get that too. 905-338-1250. Okay. Here are some of the best tips when it comes to tackling spring cleaning. They will say be organized with it. So yes, do that checklist. Also, start with the things that bring you the most joy first. So let's say you don't like doing windows, but you love the results. Maybe wait to the end. Do the little tasks so you can see that you've got good progression and then tackle the hard things and then sit back, relax, and actually see the robins from your window, not just wondering if it's a smudge. I'm Holly Taylor, and if we asked Jordan St. Cyr about a monumental win, I'm wondering if for him it would have anything to do with the Juno that he won earlier this month. A very exciting moment, I know, for an artist to be recognized on that kind of stage. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about some of those big wins, those big milestones that we were victorious in spite of, because of, because sometimes the victory is because of the battle that was leading up to it. It just makes it feel that much more incredible. So some of those things that were a huge celebratory moment in your life, what was it? 905-338-1250. Producer Mike, besides having the honor of working with me. Oh, of course. (laughs) (laughs) What was a celebratory moment for you? It was a lead up to working with you. It was getting into school for radio. Yeah, same here. Yeah? Yes. It just felt like uh, everything was going right and this is the direction you're supposed to go in. Yeah. I had, oh, what do they say? It was close to 300 applicants. Right. They only took 12 students and you for were radio. One of them. First try, too. Most of the people that I was uh, in school with had applied multiple times. Nice. Same. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's such a great feeling to get into a, a, a small industry and a small class for a small industry. Yeah. It just makes you feel special. It does. 
does. It does. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, of course. Uh, text message 905-338-1250 about some of those things that you just, uh, it was one of those moments that filled you with joy and excitement. You were elated. This is a text message from Carol. She said that when she was younger, there was a a choir that she really wanted to be a part of. It was like an elite choir. And after trying three or four times auditioning, she finally got in and she said it was amazing and she is still singing to this day. I love that. You know, you kind of like have to put in that sweat equity and then it pays off. Oh, makes it so sweet. I'm Holly Taylor. We're talking about happiness and how it's been very resilient over the past three years in spite of a pandemic and national and international tragedies. It's been a wild three years. But I think a lot of us have been able to process things maybe in a different kind of way pre-pandemic. I don't know. Producer Mike, I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah, I feel like we've become more resilient. Yeah. Just overall. And thus... We can find ways of being happier, joyful in less optimal times. Yeah. Which has been maybe a blessing in disguise? I don't know. Like, what have you found that you're able to become happy about when maybe three, four years ago you'd have been like, meh, I don't care? Spending time with people, definitely. Mm. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Remember that whole part of the the quarantine part of the pandemic? Uh, those first few months where it was like, no, don't don't talk to your friend, don't see your friends or yeah. family. People were putting up shields between grandparents and newborn babies, like yeah. physical shields. Yeah, that was a really weird part of the pandemic, and I'm just glad we're not there anymore. I'm so happy to be able to just talk to people again. Yeah, without those shields physically in front of us. Yeah, and just seeing some of the mental health. Um, I would say it kind of was its own, not pandemic, endemic is the word, Mm. that was a result of the pandemic. And yeah, just I find now, like you, being with people, just I feel happy. It's not the same as it was before the pandemic. It's true. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. Or, I mean, my husband is going to be in the Easter play, and I'm really excited. Like, right. I, I could talk about it almost every day, but I'm excited that we get to do this again. Yeah. There's events. There's things to put on the calendar again. Yeah. yeah. And I get to be around people with my kids, and we get to enjoy the traditions that I think maybe we held a little too lightly and for granted it might for, have been a, bit for of a long time. Yeah. It might have been a bit of a chore to volunteer for an Easter play a few years ago. Yeah. And now we get to do things like this. Yeah. It's an opportunity. Yeah. So maybe there's something that you um, are finding happiness now in that before you just didn't really find the same kind of joy in. Text in 905-338-1250. Uh, Laura, I think I'm with you on this one. Laura says gardening. It used to be a chore. Over the pandemic, it became almost a way of life and therapy. And now it's just I'm excited to get the new garden for this this summer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I look at our yard and think it should be a garden. It looks like it's a garden of weeds. <laughs> we'll get to that later on in the show. <laughs> but happiness now, I think, surprises us. And just when we're open to it, it pops up in the places that we least expect. It's Holly Taylor. We're talking best friends. And um, 90 hours is needed to invest in a person so that they can become your friend. 200 if you want them to be your best friend. So we're talking our friends. We're going to love on our friends today. What um, are those stories about when you met? Producer Mike? 
You must have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few. No, my best friend though, Brad. Uh, I met him. I just randomly called up a friend who was at Carleton University. This must have been like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. And said, uh, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend?" Nothing. All right, cool. I'm coming to visit. And uh, ended up meeting his roommate, who's now my best friend. Amazing. Yeah. See? I don't know where we racked up the 200 hours, but it was somewhere along the way. And I think you're onto something with the uh, number of hours spent. That sounds that sounds accurate. Yeah, because it's like an investment, and time is such a precious resource. Mm-hmm. It's valuable, like finances, and you're taking that you know hard earned time off and investing it in people. I think it's yeah, right on. Yeah. My um, best friend growing up, we were kind of born around the same time and just we met in the nursery. We <laughs> grew up together. We did. And yeah. so it was very easy to get those 200 hours in early. <laughs> right. We, you get them before you've even formed your memories. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> oh, there was no school. There was really nothing to do. We were just laying around. <laughs> yeah, nap time counts, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Oh, goodness. We are talking about our best friends today. Uh, we got a message here. This is from Francine. She said she met her best friend when she was pregnant with her first child, and they were walking that journey together, both pregnant with baby number one. And they bonded over the shared experience and have been best friends ever since. That was 22 years ago. That is an incredible friendship. I love that. 22 years. That is a beautiful thing and definitely a lot of time invested there. Lots of ways for you to join us here on Good Company, whether it be through the radio, going to the AM dial, 1250, smartphone, smart speakers, and yes, online at joyradio.ca. And thank you so much for hanging out today. Um, we have quite the fun conversation going as Chris decided to order some reading glasses for he and his wife. He wanted 10. He ordered 60. Mm-hmm. You know what? Ordering online, yeah. It can be tough. Of course, he can return the extras, which is great. But even the uh, supplier weighed in on social media saying, um, do we even need to say it? (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) Clearly, uh, he probably should have been wearing some glasses before he made the order. Anyway, let's take a look at some of your stories of your own mishaps. This is from Heather. She says, a friend of mine ordered turkey for Christmas and got pounds and kilograms mixed up. The supplier kept asking her if she was sure, but she insisted. When it came, it was too big to fit in the oven, and they were eating turkey for months. <laughs> Well, you know, you win some, you lose some. That seems to be an easy mistake, though, right? Especially when you get, like, something stuck in your head, and it just feels like, no, clearly I'm saying kilograms. I mean kilograms. Meanwhile, you have the turkey the size of a human. Yeah, that's, um, well, at least the food was able to be used. Producer Mike, you're looking at me with a look like... I've never done that before. I haven't. I always <laughs> check. It gives you you online shop. It gives you the opportunity to check your cart before you check out, right? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> like, you check the quantity of the things you bought. Hey, I meant to buy 10 glasses. Did I accidentally put 60 in there? Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, well, fine. I will share my story then. Yeah, go for it. Um, my sister, who's your age? Okay. So it's not an age thing, producer Mike. Uh, okay, all right. Um, ordered a, some earrings for my daughters for Christmas on behalf of my mom because she's like, hey, 
I'm I'm a boomer. I'm gonna need to have the support of a millennial. Yeah, leave the online shopping to the younger generation. Okay, <laughs> exactly. All right, hey, good idea. So my mom did the right thing. She called in the appropriate age demographic. Yeah. And my sister ordered these earrings, except for she ordered two pairs of earrings. No, she ordered two single earrings. <laughs> So your daughters share the earrings? Yes, pretty much. <laughs> so my mom's like, oh, well, I guess, you know, at least between the two, there's a pair. So last minute she had to go and do some other shopping and I just laughed. I was like, really? <laughs> and who sells single earrings anyway? Yeah, really. <laughs> like, that's the problem. It was the company's fault. <laughs> all right. So there you go. Uh, we all have our stories, except for producer Mike. 